Hey, hey, welcome to the Birth Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Congdon. And in this episode, I'm going to give you four tips to stay productive this summer with your kids home. It is not easy. I will tell you firsthand, you will probably hear my kids in the background. Even when I tell them to be quiet, they always have just one question or someone has to go to the bathroom, something happens, they can't unwrap something. So it has been a struggle for sure. Um, and this is actually the first summer that everyone's been home. Usually there's camp or there's other things going on or just maybe I haven't been needed as much. Um, I haven't had as much going on in my business, but this summer seems to be, seems to feel different. It's only, you know, the second week in July and the little ones have already done three weeks of camp. And so now it's just the rest of the summer, you know, home and activities and planning trips and things like that. So four tips on how to stay productive over the summer with your kids home. Tip number one, be realistic. Okay. Be realistic in what you're going to get done, not only daily, but what is your goal for the next two months? You know, we're coming out of the summer. We're going to be starting quarter three. What is your quarter two goals? What are your quarter two goals? Make them reasonable. Make them attainable. I want you to be realistic about what you really are going to be able to get done, you know, with the kids home, with other things going on, with maybe vacations planned or family here, or just sometimes looking outside and seeing a gorgeous sunny day. And when you're inside, it just makes you not productive because you want to be outside. So be realistic. Tip number two is block schedule. Block scheduling is something that really is helpful for me all the time. And it's creating pockets during the day when you are going to do specific things for your business. So an example would be maybe, you know, at 9 a.m., 1 p.m., and then sometime at the end of the day are the only times that I'm going to check email. So I'm going to sit down and carve out time to check email and then do all of my correspondence. What happens if I don't do that is I check emails here and there. I forget to get back to people. Things, you know, go undone because maybe, you know, I read an email and then went on to something else or, you know, something interrupted me and then I don't do what I'm supposed to do. Things get forgotten and that is not good for business, especially because these emails that are coming in are potentially from clients. So blocking your schedule out, you know, different times of the day that you are responsible for checking emails, maybe, you know, sending out emails, doing invoicing or payroll or sending contracts or even, you know, client correspondence. What are the times during the day that you are going to be available to get back to clients? So don't say I'm available whenever because that leaves it open for clients to reach out and expect you to be available because you said you were available anytime. It took me a long time to to not say that because I wanted to be the person who, you know, was super flexible and had all this availability. Um, and then you end up, you know, being interrupted and not giving that client or whoever is trying to get in touch with you 100% of your attention. So tip number two is block scheduling is going to be your best friend, not only this summer, but always. It really is a smart way to plan out your days. Tip number three is 
try to focus on things you can do at odd hours. You know, for me, I'm definitely a night person. So I don't try to get up early and be productive. It's just not me. You know, it's like getting up and going to the gym. You think it's a great idea because that's the time during the day where the kids are sleeping or, you know, there's nothing that's going to get in your way except for the fact that I love to sleep late. Um, so for, you know, one or two or three days, I'm like, oh man, this is great. I can do it. And then I'm like exhausted and I don't want to do it. So odd hours for me might be 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. because that's the time that I'm up anyway. I like to be up late at night. And things that I work on, you know, during those odd hours would be invoicing, possibly doing payroll, sending contracts, writing blogs, you know, creating outlines for courses that you might be interested in making, any planning for your business, client correspondence. So what it's usually at that hour email. Um, what's wonderful about being up late is I have a lot of clients on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast, so it's not super late for them. So we can still, you know, text or call or FaceTime or Zoom or whatever if we need to. But the doulas that I work with obviously are local because we're doing birth and postpartum care. A lot of them do overnights. So we do all of our corresponding super late at night. So I will text, you know, when they're working about upcoming clients, availability, any questions they have, you know, anything like that. So I try not to do a lot of that during the day also because they're sleeping in there with their families, but it just makes sense for me to do that stuff, um, you know, late at night. So focusing on things you can do at odd hours, maybe if you are a morning person getting up early, if your kids are sleeping, um, you know, or just whenever, you know, you know that you're not going to be busy, but it would be an inconvenient time, you know, to do things like phone calls, FaceTime, things like that. So obviously, you know, you can't do everything at odd hours if you're doing in-person care and you have to be at someone's house, but all of the other stuff you can get done for your business, try to do it at the least busy time possible. So tip number three is try to focus on things you can do at odd hours, especially if those things are money makers, right? So the money makers for the odd hours would be course creation, any, you know, planning ahead for your business, like classes you're going to teach, whether they're in person or virtual or digital, um, doing recordings. If you have a podcast, you can do those at any time. It doesn't matter. It's not going out live. And, you know, bonus, if you're doing it late at night, your house is going to be super, super quiet. Um, tip number four, let everybody know your schedule. That way you can manage expectations. So what are the times during the day where you are absolutely not available? And it really helps if it's the same times either each day or each week. So it's not a surprise if, you know, every day from, let's say, 11 to 12, I block off my schedule. I'm unavailable to, you know, my kids or my family or anybody else because that's the time that I'm booking, you know, my prospective client calls or that's the time that I'm using to, you know, invoice or do payroll or whatever. I, I can choose to do whatever I need to do at that time, but everybody knows that I'm busy at that time. So there's no surprise when, you know, I say I'm closing my door to the office and, you know, the kids just know that. So, 
they can plan ahead too, or I can plan ahead for them that they have either something to watch or an activity to do, something like that. So when you let everyone know your schedule, you really can, you're managing, you know, their expectations and your own too, and your clients and anyone who needs to get in touch with you, you know, they know the times of day, um, you know, that you're available and then the times that you're not available. So for me, that meant, you know, heading on to acuity and completely redoing my schedule, you know, the times that I'm available. I have much more availability during the school year um, than I do, you know, over the summer because it's, you know, uh, I guess not maybe much more availability, but it's blocked off differently. The shorter, they're shorter blocks. So, there may be, you know, three times during the day where I'm only available for an hour, whereas, you know, during the school year, I could block off, you know, three hours during the day each day that I was home or knew that I would be available. So it's not necessarily less time that you have available for clients and, you know, practitioners or doulas or anyone that you that w- may need you, depending on what you do. Um, but they're just they're blocked off differently. And so you can even do that, you know, you can block off your work time, you can block off, you know, fun time, you can block off time that, you know, could be anything, it could be work, it could be fun, you know, you can kind of leave that pretty loose so you can decide on the fly. But once you make the decision, whether it's going to be time to sit down and work or time to go out, then, you know, you kind of have to stick to that. There's nothing worse than, you know, getting to an activity or the pool or somewhere, you know, being outside the playground with your kids. And then, you know, you get a phone call from a client or, you know, somebody needs something from you, whether it's an invoice or they have a question. And, um, you know, you really just don't want to get into anything work related when you are in your fun block. So make sure that everybody knows your schedule so they can manage their expectations. Um, And then you don't feel bad too. There's, you know, it's always kind of a bummer when someone is like, oh, you know, I thought we were doing this, but it turns out that, you know, I I booked something for work and I don't want to make anyone feel bad and I don't want to feel bad. So tip one, be realistic about what you're going to get done. Tip two, use block scheduling. And if you have more questions about block scheduling, please don't hesitate to reach out. You guys know how to reach me. I am hip to heart on Instagram and Facebook and my wonderful, wonderful business for birth and postpartum professionals group on Facebook. And not only will you get me in that group talking about block scheduling, but there's probably so many posts where people are asking and giving advice about block scheduling um, and probably all the other questions and things that you need. So it's called Business for Birth and Postpartum Professionals uh, on Facebook. Uh, it's a group that I created solely for the purpose of talking about business in the birth and postpartum world. So again, I forgot what number we were on. Tip one, be realistic. Tip two, use block scheduling. Tip three, focus on things you can do at odd hours that either build your business or make you money. I could talk about digital courses from now until, you know, September. That is one of the things that I love to talk about, passive income, which is amazing, amazing to have over the summer. So you really can focus on, you know, work, but also spend a lot of time with your family. 
And then tip four, let everybody know your schedule. Manage their expectations so there's no surprise and nobody feels let down, whether it's you or other people. You want to make sure everybody stays happy. It's hard to not be happy when the sun is shining outside. And for everyone in the New England area, uh, we've had many days of beautiful weather that have not been humid. So anyone... um in the South or, you know, in the Southwest, uh, who's listening to this is probably cursing me because you guys have super humidity. Actually, maybe not in the Southwest, maybe just the South, South of here, you know, Florida, Georgia, all my colleagues down there who are consistently complaining and very uninterested when I complain about, you know, the little humidity that we're experiencing up here in the Boston area. But if you have questions, as always, do not hesitate to reach out. Keep being awesome. Enjoy the nice weather. And I will catch you guys soon. Thank you for hanging with me. But don't worry, the awesome does not end here. You can follow me on Instagram at hip to heart and join my Facebook group, Business for Birth Professionals, a group I created that focuses solely on the business side of birth and postpartum care. Stick with me so we can hold hands as you start your journey to becoming a birth boss.